Well, welcome again to our uh, special edition Believe uh, Bronx Yankees podcast. Pete Caldera here in New York. Mike Stanton, three-time Yankees World Championship reliever uh, at his Houston studios. And, uh, Mike, it's the morning after. Domingo Herman pitched a perfect game, the 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history. You know, like many of these things, I mean, I think when when a Garrett Cole takes the mound, maybe it's in the back of your mind if he retires the first 9, 12 guys. This could be the the night. Uh, a guy like Domingo Herman, you know, it, it's almost like the uh, the Don Larson story in '56. W- w- you don't expect uh, an outing like this, especially right. for a guy in Herman, who in his previous two starts gave up 15 earned runs in five and a third innings. He was perfect last night against the yeah. Oakland Athletics. Yeah, and five home runs in those two games. I mean, just not throwing the ball well. The curveball was non-existent in those two games. You know, coming off the suspension from the illegal substance or, well, too much substance. And uh, this is one of the reasons why we love this sport. This is why you have to watch because you never know what's going to happen. His curveball was filthy. He found it early. Him and, and Higgy behind the plate, they, they figured it out and they went with it. Over 50% of the pitches he threw in last night's game was that curveball. He had it in the zone. He had it out of the zone. Uh, it was just truly remarkable to see him on top of his game. And, you know, this was this is kind of what the Yankees need. You know, there there's two ways of winning. You either have run prevention or you have to outslug. Well, this team's not really going to outslug right now without Judge. Uh, so they need to go run prevention. There was some pretty a couple pretty good plays by Anthony Rizzo at first base. Uh, just just an outstanding emotional night in in at the end of June. I mean, this is you know this is just a game. Oh, it's just the A's. They'll take care of business. Yeah, but if you missed it last night, you missed history. Yeah. There's two things. You, right. You, you mentioned it. There, there's always a defensive player too in, in these games that uh, that saves it and, and uh, or prolongs it. Uh, the, the play by by Rizzo, uh, not only to, to snare that uh, that hot grounder uh, yeah. towards the line by Seth Brown, but for Herman to get off the mound and, and be right there to receive that ball. Right. I mean, he could have wrecked his own uh, perfect game or no hitter if he doesn't make a, a simple uh, what. Aaron Boone called PFP play that you do in spring training every day. PFP every single day in spring training. The thing is, once you get out of spring training, very few teams do pitchers fielding practice during the regular season. Uh, And how many times have we seen it? Maybe not a perfect game be wrecked, but a game being lost because uh, the pitcher just simply forgot to cover first base. I'm guilty. You know, it's one, it's just one of those situations that you do it so much in spring training. So it becomes not second nature, first nature, any ball to your left, you break to first base. Then you figure out when you're, uh, if you're actually needed in the play. So, you know, the crazy thing was there wasn't a whole lot of scares. There were only three hard hit balls. He faced 27 hitters in a row. And there were only three hard-hit balls over 95 miles an hour. It really was a very dominant performance. You know, the crazy thing was it wasn't like there were a whole lot of ground balls. It wasn't like there were a whole lot of fly fly balls. He was kind of evenly mixed there. Uh, You know, he had some strikeouts, but it was just a whole bunch of weak contact. And, you know, it's this is the type of game that can really catapult a team. 
you know, because like I said, it's just a game in, it's just a game in June. It's no big deal. You're playing, you know, the worst team in the American league. Okay. We're just going to go, but to have the emotions, to have the celebration, you know, all those good feelings are going to go into today. And maybe this is something that they can build on. I think, you know, for the short term, all the good feelings they had about the perfect game uh, from Domingo Herman last night, I, I think that's important. But I think as important, especially for the long run, is the night Giancarlo Stanton had. You know, yeah. we saw him hit two balls extremely hard. He hit a home run. He was driving in runs. That's the dude that's got to step up with Aaron Judge out. He needs to be that beast. And we talked about it just a couple of days ago about how he needed to do that. He needed to step up. Well, hopefully this is just a little prelude of what's to come. Right. Him swinging the bat well and hitting the ball hard again. Yeah, and then it gets buried in the 22nd paragraph of, uh, of everyone's story last night. Uh, right. Because history is, is made. You know, Mike, uh, we were both fortunate enough to be at uh, the previous two Yankees uh, yes, games. I was in the press box. You, of course, were in the bullpen, uh, or I don't know if you, you'd moved to the start of the dugout and then moved out to the bullpen. But, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, we're not far removed from the 25th anniversary of, of David Wells' perfect game, right? At Yankee Stadium. And I was speaking with David Cohen about that. And, and, and maybe you can speak to this too, because he was talking about, you know, basically you're a physical wreck watching this happened. Oh, of course. You're, you're helpless in the dugout. All you can do is watch him out there and 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 kind of live and throw every pitch with him from the dugout or the bullpen. I'm mm-hmm. wondering what, what your experience was like for from both of those perfect games. It was the same thing. You know, uh, baseball players are what I call stupid stitches. Uh, and, you know, you're doing, you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to, uh, uh, you don't want to move. You want to make sure you're doing the same things. Not that it has anything to do with the game whatsoever. Uh, you know, I was on late last night on MLB Network Radio uh, on round trip talking about this game. And we actually had Jeff Nelson come on, who actually did the game yesterday. Yeah. He was at those games also. And we were talking about just you don't know what to do because even if the phone rings and said, okay, let's say it's a tight ball game and the phone rings and you want to get up, you're like, well, should I get up? Am I going to, am I going to jinx something here? Uh, You know, the David Wells situation, you know, he threw the ball pretty well that night. He was pitching against a, a, a pretty anemic twins team, but bottom line is he was 27. Perfect. I think the Coney, one, the Coney perfect, the David Cone perfect game. I think that was even more shocking because David had not been throwing the well, uh, the ball very well. He was more towards the end of his career, and um, just his, just his, uh, his response, just his reaction to completing the perfect game, putting both hands over his head, and just looked the look of complete shock in his face. And really, if you look back at it. That might have been like the last really good game David pitched in his career. David Cohn, that is, pitched in his career. But both spectacular, wonderful games, um, and 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 to be a part of them. But yeah, you're right. You are you're stressed out, even though you're not doing anything. You're not. You don't have anything to do with the situation. You're just so stressed out trying to, uh, you know, trying trying to to help him in any way you can get through that perfect game. And it, it's, uh, you know, it turns out to be something extremely special. You know, you and I are talking about something that happened, you know, 20 plus years ago. So obviously we remember it's fresh in our minds. Yeah. And both of those games, 
you know, they weren't big, crazy, you know, rivalry games either. They were just, you know, a day in the summer that ended up being about as special as you can be. No, that's right. A- absolutely. And um, and if you recall, there was a rain delay in, in Cone's yeah. game, I think after three innings. I mean, it was only a bit over a half an hour, but if it goes any longer, you, you wonder if uh, he, he, he no going to have that uh moment yeah yeah no doubt and after three innings you know okay he's perfect through three innings oh so what I mean that happens quite often uh so you never know that he's going to do it and David Cohn wasn't someone that was going to throw you know a a big a big number of you know pitches anyways his pitch count you know he just you, you know he was he was like I said he was more towards the end of his career and um just an incredibly special night I know David I've heard him talk about it you know, he can talk about a lot like Don Larson could all the way up, uh, uh, you know, up until recently. He, you know, he would tell if you talk to Don Larson about his perfect game in the World Series, he'll tell you what he had for breakfast. I mean, he goes through yes. the whole, right. he goes through the whole day uh, of uh, of what he was doing, how he was feeling and, uh, you know, talking about his perfect game. So. Yeah, wasn't there for that one. I think we met, we oh, both missed no, that right. one. But yes, uh, no. but yeah, the two Davids, very special day. And now Domingo Herman, you can put them right up there yeah. next to him. I think only Joe Torre and Bill Madden were at the first three of those uh, Yankee Perfect games. <laughs> right. you, you talk about you know, you know, it's it's the imp- the imperfection, you know, before the perfect game for Herman. Yeah, you know, we mentioned the, the ten game suspension for the sticky stuff before that. A much more serious suspension uh, for domestic violence, where he had to, uh, you know, apologize in front of his teammates, explain himself, right. and 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 pledge to to be a better person, a better teammate. Um, you know, and then he, he steps into this season, you know, without a really defined role until uh, the right. injuries took took place. But then again, you know, a pitcher who was wildly inconsistent uh, on on the mound, uh, you really didn't know what you were getting. You knew you had the potential to get a, a good start every time out. Mm-hmm. We, we we saw that this year, but um, you know, you couldn't really uh, harness it for a right a consecutive stretch. Now, you know, we're we're going to be wondering when he's right back out there uh, in five days at Yankee Stadium again. Uh, you know how how this is going to carry over. Now, you mentioned yeah. a little bit about uh, you know this this could have a, a a really you know positive impact as it did to David Wells you know, kind of turned around his 98 season and in effect kind of propelled, you know, your club to where it went uh, to a world championship. So where do you think this goes uh, for, for Herman from here? Well, I mean, obviously it shows what his potential is. And, you know, we heard from multiple sources last night. Igashioka was one of them saying, yeah. you know, you, you don't expect anybody to throw a no-hitter or a perfect game. But, you know, Domingo has that kind of stuff. And it was really the curveball. You know, that was that was the pitch. That is his pitch. That is his best pitch. And he just hasn't had it. But think about the roller coaster this this dude's been on, you know, through the suspensions, through everything he's gone through, going into spring training, going, I've got no chance of being in this rotation. Well, guess what? Yeah, you do. And, you, you know, it's just been it's just been a crazy run. But it just shows that you have to pay attention every single night because in this sport, history can happen at any time. And that's what we saw last night. Now, what does this mean going forward? I mean, it also shows the potential that he has to himself. And that's probably more important than anything else. Now he knows he can go out and dominate. And you have to, we, we also have to make sure 
that we say this, you know, this Oakland athletics team, this is not a bad offensive team. It's not a great offensive team, but you know, this is not the worst te- offensive team in major league baseball. These guys can swing the bat pretty well. Their problem has been, they've got no pitching whatsoever. So, you know, this isn't just because their record has been terrible. You, you know, throwing us throwing a, a, a perfect game is is well, I mean, it's as rare as you could possibly get. I think the only thing that's more rare is what is it four home run game. Um, but right. it's 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 so special. But I think this is something that could catapult him also going forward, just simply knowing that he has this kind of ability in him to go out there and just shove and dominate. Yeah. And uh, just to conclude this, uh, Mike thought it was a nice touch to uh, after the game where, you know, you know, Herman's, you know, getting his photograph taken. And, you know, right. of course, with Higashioka, too, who, who played such a vital role in, in that mm-hmm. game. But uh, he wanted all his teammates out with him to, to celebrate and, and to, you know, to yeah. mark the moment and take take a photo and, and uh, kind of celebrate with them, too. And it, it kind of reminds you that. Uh, yeah, you, you can be on that mound and, and have the greatest stuff in the world, but uh, you know you need th- those eight guys around you to, to, to do what he did last night. Hey, there was there are so many great pitchers uh, through the years that have never come anywhere close to doing something like this. And you know, as much as a perfect game goes to Domingo Herman, it really is a team situation. You know, unless you're striking everybody out, uh, which he didn't do. Yeah, you need the dudes behind you. It's not just the pitcher that has to be perfect. It's the whole team that has to be perfect. Oh, yeah, by the way, for this anemic offense, this is the biggest run differential in any perfect game in baseball history, 11 runs. Yeah, it's amazing. On the, uh, At a time when the Yankees were struggling, they they, they got everything at, at, <laughs> at once on one night in Oakland. Yeah. Well, that'll wrap it up for, for this special edition of our uh, Believe in the Bronx uh, Yankees podcast. Thanks, Mike. I will uh, see you next week. Enjoy the week. Adios. You never know what's going to happen. Pay attention, folks. Baseball.